Uh, Nick Willis uh, on the program, and uh, as we know, the NZOC uh, released that uh, New Zealand's Olympic and Paralympic athletes support an Olympic Games postponement. Uh, that was after uh, a survey done today uh, by the Olympic Committee. Nick joins us. I'm presuming, Nick, that you are fall into line uh, with this sentiment that's not a great idea for the Games to go ahead as planned in the next few months. Yeah, it seemed like the writing was on the wall back when the NBA was the first sort of major sports to, to pull the plug in the season. And um, I think most of us knew that was probably the case. It was just a matter of when they were actually going to make the uh, official announcement. And I'm not sure if it's fully come through today, but they basically said we are going to postpone it. We're just crossing the T's and dotting the I's when that is actually going to take place. And that is the right call. Athletes around the world can't train right now. Doping control can't really take place right now. And most importantly, we need to be super careful and um, keep um, our social distance to help protect all of the, those that are vulnerable to this virus. That's a really good point, Nick. Doping control is almost possible to lay on anybody at this stage when everyone has to be so distant. It's a, it's a really interesting thought. Plenty that's been in your mind for a time. Yeah, something someone brought up a couple of weeks ago um, that the UK athletic the doping was going to down their practices and we were wondering was that a bluff that they were doing to maybe catch out some athletes but no way that they could go and do um, out of competition testing and so it'd be a bit of a farcical event for everyone to show up to the games without knowing that there's been any doping control sort of taking care of their sort of sinister side of our sport. Which sadly enough does exist whether you like it or not. Nick tell us about the decision uh, they're going to postpone when I haven't had official rubber stamp, I suppose, yet, but around the time it's taken for the IOC to come to this decision, it seemed to be rather lethargic, for want of a better word. What's your opinion on the way they've handled this crisis to date? Yeah, when you look at it from uh, sort of our perspective, we don't really know the going-ons um, exactly. It, it seems like while they're waiting so long, it seems like an inevitable conclusion to make, but... um. Well, from some of what I've been reading, it, there's potentially quite a, a legal dispute going on between the Japanese organizing committee and the IOC. Whoever is the first to sort of play their hand saying, let's pull it, then they may be liable to litigation from the other side of the party for breaking the contract because it's a contract between those two parties. So that makes total sense why both sides have sort of been very, very... Um, straight forward about, no, we're going ahead as planned. Uh, so that, that makes a lot of sense now. I've read that from a couple of legal experts. Now that some different um, Olympic committees, Australia and Canada, and many um, of the major federations, the USATF and French Swimming Federation, were saying that we don't want to go, um, then that's sort of making the decision for them. They can't have games with our athlete. No, that's... Uh... <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch that. I don't think anyone would. Nick Willis is joining the program. So, Nick, I suppose, where does this leave you and your career? You've had a, a long career. You've had a prestigious career, a decorated career. You haven't qualified yet. The chance is not there. If it does postpone for a year out, where does that sit as far as your sporting life goes, Nick? Yeah, I'm not totally sure. I'm, I've got to be honest about that. But um, I guess... Since I sort of in my heart knew that the Games wasn't going to go ahead this year, maybe two or three weeks ago, I've actually been quite surprised how much I've been enjoying my running the last couple of weeks. We've been done here in our training camp in Wanaka, which we've decided to stay in and sort of buckle down throughout um, this crisis going on. And it's probably the best place in the world to be. It's very isolated. The trails, there's no one around can do what we please, basically. Um, 
yeah, I've, I've been really enjoying my running, even knowing that the Olympics isn't the carrot sort of being dangled out in front for the, the simplicity of putting one foot in front of the other, getting out in God's creation. Um, yeah, I've actually been putting in some pretty, some pretty hard work. And so I'm going to continue to do that um, the next couple of days, the next couple of weeks, the next couple of months, and we'll just take it as it comes and see see how, what, what the world looks like after all of this. Hopefully, um, as it um, settles down, we don't really know what this world's going to be in the sporting landscape. If it is postponed a year, Nick, I mean, you've touched on it just then, you're not entirely sent sure, but is it realistic to think that you might be around in a year's time to have your, your last hurrah in an Olympics game? Sorry, you cut out there. I didn't quite get that last question. Like you touched on it before, but is it, is, it, is it realistic to think that if it is postponed one year, that that's, that's doable for you where you stand at the moment? You sound like you're being refreshed with your running, putting one foot in front of another. So it might actually be the uh, exactly what you need to be fully ready to go in a year's time. That, that's still a consideration, is it not? Oh, whether I'm willing and able is a whole other ballgame, whether I'm actually um, good enough to, to be able to. So um, I, let's not um, be kidding ourselves. I'll be 38 by the next, if it takes place next year, and um, it's only going to get exponentially harder for me. Here. So, yeah, I'll see how it goes. But perhaps if there are races later on this season, I do think I'm in better shape this year than I was last. Then I could earn the, the crucial qualifying points necessary to sort of lock in a selection early on that would probably be more in my favour and, and if it wasn't to be competitive racing anymore and that like but plainly it's still a huge love of yours do you see yourself carrying on with the possibility of, of trail running of uh, various mountain events that they have all around New Zealand because this is maybe something you could go into in, in your later years I still can't believe you're 38 we're going to be next year as well it doesn't seem like you're that old mate in all honesty yeah I think the the primary love for running that I have right now is more around the, 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 the basics of the Monday through Friday, getting out and into the trails and running more so than the competition. So sure, some of those other events might be fun to do, but I, I'd love to just do it more from a social aspect and still do, still every now and then try and pop off a sub-permanent mile if I'm still able to. That's, I'd like to try and get 20 years in a row of doing that and um maybe try and do a sub four when I'm over 40 years old. And yeah, there's a few little bucket list items that will keep me motivated, but running such a simple endeavor and that's not very time consuming way to stay in shape when you've got a family and hopefully I'll be able to start the next phase of my professional career as well. So yeah, I'm looking forward to all of those different elements. And one last thing before we let you go, Nick, I know you're in an absolute slice of paradise. I believe you're in Hawaii, aren't you? Like Hawaii, just about out of Wanaka. Besides running, what else have you been doing to fill in the time? Uh, a lot of skimming stones and rock throwing with my six and two-year-old two boys, and we're about to actually time my wife, who's going to um, do a, a self-time time trial down the road here. So, um, um, yeah, we're, we're still just getting outside, and um, hopefully before it gets too cold to be down by the lake or down by the different river areas. It's very easy, easy to get away from the crowds here, and no one around, all of the tourists have left. It's a bit of a ghost town, to be honest. But that's, that's a good thing from the self-isolation perspective. Awesome stuff. Hey, Nick Willis, thanks for making yourself uh, available and joining us here on Radio Sport. Most appreciated. Hey, thanks, Darcy. Take care, everyone. Stay safe.